1: Well, bunch to get into. We got World Cup. We got Atlanta United. Oh, yeah, we got Survivor Series that just wrapped up over the weekend. So let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline, and let's talk to our friend of the show, our buddy Kevin Egan. You, of course, can follow Kevin on Twitter at Kev underscore Egan. Besides all the soccer knowledge that he has, he, of course, is the voice, the play-by-play voice of WWE's Monday Night Raw and joins us on the WadeFord Dot com hotline. Kevin, as always, buddy, it's been a long time. Thanks for spending a few minutes uh with us here in Atlanta, as uh we got a lot to get into with you tonight.
0: Hey
2: Chuck, how are you doing? Great to be on your show again.
1: Man, I am great. Let's start with the World Cup. Great win for the USA today. So where do you think when you look at now getting into the round of sixteen, what do you think the realistic chances are for the US moving forward in this tournament? It's
2: really hard to tell, quite honestly, because the Dutch have a lot of known, but a lot of unknown about them as well. A lot of young talent breaking through. Cody Gappo has three goals already in the tournament, and he's linked to real top clubs around Europe uh, right now. And then they have the experienced campaigners like Virgil van Dijk uh, at the back, and younger guys like Matthijs de Ligt and uh, Frankie de Jong in midfield. So they're a very, very good team with a really experienced manager in Louis van Gaal. So this is no easy feat whatsoever. However, in saying that, this isn't the Dutch side of old, you know, the Dutch side that Frank De Boer, who we know from the Atlanta days, mm-hmm. was on. Um, you know, with Edgar Davids and Patrick Clivert and, and that wonderful side led by Edwin Van de saren Goal. It, it's a different proposition all of a sudden. So, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I give the U.S. Uh, I give the US a, a, a strong chance here. They won't be favourites. They will be underdogs in this. But the U.S. love that. The U.S. will always play up to that. And I'm curious to see what the update will be on Christian Pulisic And Josh Sargent both went out with injuries today, which would be incredibly cruel, uh, especially Pulisic because he put his body on the line today for the winner for the team and took a big hit. And we were told over the air, over the broadcast on Fox that it was an abdominal injury. So hopefully nothing too crazy and too serious for Pulisic. And Josh Sargent, I think, will be a key player in that game, too, because I look, I'm just being honest here. The biggest issue for the U.S. is a striker. And the U.S. now, ahead of the next World Cup, which is on home soil, has four years to find a striker because we do not have a good enough striker at this level. And uh, in other areas, we have, we have talented, very good players, especially in midfield. But up front, we're seriously lacking right now. And when you go up against top opposition, you know, most teams have a really good top-class striker.
0: So what's the
1: thing that the U.S.A. does best?
0: Baseball is back.
2: I think in midfield right now, I think you'll be struggling to find too many teams that will dominate the U.S. Weston McKennie, Tyler Adams, who's the captain, and Eunice Musa, a young midfield that cover every blade of grass, who are who are quite methodical and intelligent for such young players. And they, they can take the ball and transition from defense to attack really quickly, but they're also very good at pressing, very good at winning the ball back for their team. And they've just got that wonderful mentality about them that, They're not going to let anybody bully them out on the field at all. So I think in midfield right now, it's a major strength for the U.S. Turner's been excellent in goal. Uh, I thought Serginho Dest at right back today was very good. At the back, it's curious to me that, you know, coming into this World Cup, I really did think that the Aaron Long-Walker-Zimmerman partnership would be the one that we'd see the most. And sure enough, both were on the bench today. And we saw Cameron Carter-Vickers, who's been excellent for Celtic of late over in Scotland. And we saw Tim Ream, the veteran who plays for Fulham in the Premier League. And look, they kept a clean sheet. And, and now it's back-to-back games in a World Cup where the U.S. have kept clean sheets and didn't concede. And that's the first time it's ever happened with the United States of America at the World Cup. So I wouldn't be surprised if you rolls with Cameron Carter-Vickers and Tim Ream again. Um, and then, you know, I, I think it's a wonderful question, though, that you ask. Because going forward, I still think we lack a little bit of ingenuity uh, and I, I, I'm i curious to know what's going on with Gio Reyna because he's got that ingenuity. He's so talented, and I'd love to see him on the field a lot more.
1: Kevin Egan joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Of course, you can check him out every Monday night as the play-by-play voice of WWE Raw. So let's talk a little Atlanta United. Um, Garth Lagerway made his uh, debut on the radio station earlier today. Kevin, everybody that I talked to says that this was – a slam dunk hire are you in that group as well
2: yeah no question i I think best possible hire all things considered somebody that knows major league soccer a very detailed league um he he comes in with a a wonderful track record and he comes in you know having held the gm position in seattle and now this is a major promotion for him because he's president ceo as we know in sports two completely different roles so he's going to be working you know with carlos bacanegra under him uh, as the technical director, and Carlos will be working with you know with 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 Garth, and I, I just think everything he's he's done, whether it's uh, you know his time with Real Salt Lake or at Seattle, where he was incredibly successful, he's just a perfect hire. And I didn't get a chance to listen to the Twitter Spaces that he did today, but I saw a lot of the quotes, and I, I just thought he's got a wonderful personality. And I think given what we had with Darren Eels since the very beginning, and and, and even before Atlanta kicked the ball. You know, that position in many ways in this city of Atlanta craves a personality and, and someone who's going to connect with the fans. And I do think Garrett Lagerway will do that in his own way. He's not going to be Darren Eels. He's, he's not going to be dressing up as Trainee McTrainface, <laughs> but he is going to do it in his own way and, and connect with the fans and have a bit of fun.
1: So if they do, I mean, as we all expect, that they're going to move on from Joseph Martinez. You know, Tiago Almada, I guess, won the uh, award for best newcomer in MLS is he a good enough player to, and this may not be fair, but, I mean, it's the way we, I guess, kind of look at it is, can he be the guy that kind of carries this franchise moving forward from Joseph?
2: It depends. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Tiago Almada is part of an Argentina squad now. So you know you know, damn well, right, that every top club it, 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 or, or clubs that are looking at his level of player, right? So I'm thinking, you know, you go to, whether it's the West Hams or the Aston Villas in the Premier League, or whether it's Sevilla or Villarreal over in Spain. That, that's the level, I think, right now that's looking at Thiago Almada and saying this could be our star and a player that could then, in a couple of years, jump to a major team, like a top-level team. So he's got that ability. And if if a big club comes in for him, Atlanta United will be pushing hard to try and hang on to the, their star. He's a gem. you know. He, he really is. He, he's a He's a player who can create something out of nothing. With good players around him, he can really excel and he can just dominate the game like a really good point guard. And uh, I I hope he stays in Atlanta for a while, at least get another season out of him here. Um, He had an incredibly good first season, but I think he can kick on. Now that he knows the city, knows the players, knows the stadium and the pitch, I think he can really kick on to another level here, a much more consistent level. And who's playing in front of him? Honestly, I have no idea. Right. Uh, whether it's Joseph or whether it's, it's someone else, let's just see what Garth Lagerway and, and Carlos Bocanegger come up with. But I know they've got an awful lot of work to do because for Atlanta United to miss out on the playoffs, that is simply not good enough. Not when seven teams get in. I don't care if you've had big-time injuries throughout the season. You still have enough strength and depth to, to get better results at certain times throughout the season. And it just wasn't, it wasn't there. It wasn't good enough from the, the, the players and the coaching staff. And everybody involved in getting results. So I think uh, I think they've they've a, they a big, big, big couple of months ahead of them ahead of the kickoff in February, with recruiting the right sort of players and crucially for me, the right mentality. The experienced vet to get Ozzy Alonso back is huge. Brad Guzan back I think is huge because look to seventeen and eighteen Parkhurst, Lawrence Guzan. These players are priceless when uh, when you're trying to you know travel and play at altitude, play in the heat, play in the cold. You need the experienced, and for me, American veteran players that, um, that have an influence over the dressing room because we all know senior leadership runs locker rooms. It's just the way it is in every sport. And for me, Atlanta United have not had that of late.
1: Kevin Egan joining us in the WaitFor.com hotline, formerly covering Atlanta United for Bally Sports, but now you see him every Monday night on WWE Raw. All right, Kevin, let's have a little bit of fun and get into it. I, I, I will tell you this. Your partner Corey Graves over the last few years has really grown on me. You know, I, you know, I grew up with Bobby Heenan and Grilla Monsoon and people like that. And so, you know, Jesse Ventura. So I, you know, I had my guys growing up that I really liked. But I'll give Corey credit. I, I think he's really rounded himself into a, a good broadcaster for his role on that. How much fun are you having working with Corey? You know, are you a little bit surprised that maybe the chemistry that you have with him this early?
2: Yeah, he he's, well, he, being honest, he's been wonderful with me because I was thrown in the deep end. You know, I, right. I was told, right, you're in, you know, let's go, let's be having you. And so Corey's been outstanding in helping me along the way. And, and it's a, it's a very, very difficult job. And I'm, I'm being honest with you. It's it's just, there, there's an awful lot that goes into it, you know, they, that maybe you're not aware of when you're watching the show. Um, And it's, it's a challenge. So it's a challenge that I'm, I'm relishing. It's a challenge that's frightening, but also very humbling. And it's one that I just adore right now. So I'm giving it everything to try and make it a success. And, and Corey has been just brilliant with me, helping me with whether it's questions, whether it's during the show, you know, saying I got this or whatever else. Or, uh, you know, he'll push me at times. He'll make fun of me at times. But as you know, in professional wrestling, that's all fun. That's all that's all good. Right. But you want that banter back and forth. Um, so once I kind of hopefully, you know, find my voice, you know, as much as I possibly can, I'll be able to give it back to him a little bit more as well.
1: I've talked to Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone about this. I want to see what, do you watch the monitor when you're calling a match? Is that how you call a match or do you watch the ring?
2: Monitor. Yeah. Always.
1: Yeah. That, that's, that's what, that's what everybody's always said that you've, you've got to be able to watch the monitor because. You'll get wrapped up in the crowd, right, and everything that's kind of going on around you, and not—it it can be tough to watch the match itself.
2: Well, you've got to—you've got to commentate on what people are seeing at home, right? And it's a—it's a little different. It, that's where the difference lies with calling a soccer game, in that you, you know, you, you've got a situation where the—the—the the, the vantage point you have say, for example, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know that camera one is picking up the guy on the ball in the center of the field, or whether it's camera one, it's someone else picking up. But I want to be able to see the full picture in that moment. You know, in professional wrestling, it's different. It's just different. It's a a different world you're living in. And uh, it's just very important that you're calling what everybody at home is seeing.
1: How much did you know about war games going into this? I mean, obviously, Survivor Series this weekend... Featured War Games. How? Honestly, how much did you know about War Games matches? It's not. I mean, it's you got to be old school like me to remember the original War Games. But how much did you know about those matches? I'd watched. I'd
2: actually watched a few documentaries. uh, You know about Dusty Rhodes and the concept and everything um, to do with putting together War Games originally uh, and it was just it was exciting and to see it you know put together for the first time with the raw and smackdown rosters obviously I'd watched back the NXT matches um but to see it, it play out the way they did I thought the the women's match and the influence that Becky had was incredible the men's match and the story that was told in the men's match with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Roman and and the the you know whether he was proving his loyalty to the bloodline and and, and the way that he did was just a fantastic story, so well told throughout the match. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a, just a thrilling, thrilling few hours.
1: Have, have you ever watched the original War Games that was here in Atlanta? The first ever War Games match was here at the Omni with Dusty oh, really? and the Road Warrior. Yep. The, the, I'm going to recommend this. So you go on Peacock. I'm telling you, it's still the best War Games match ever done. Dusty, the Road Warriors, Nikita Koloff, and you have the four horsemen. It's it's Tully. It's um, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, Lex Luger. I'm telling you go watch the original that was here in the Omni at in, in Atlanta and that's the best war games ever put on cuz it was a brand new I didn't concept realize that was awesome. here in here in yeah, sure it was it. in 87 in 1987 it was here at the at the Omni the first ever one that was done so I would strongly recommend if you get I know I know you don't have enough to do Kevin I know you ain't got, you got all kinds of free time but I'm telling you go on Peacock and watch it I want to ask you one last quick question you see I, I Becky Lynch is as important to the industry as anybody that there is. You see how that crowd, you were there last night. You see how that, I am, I think she is magnificent. I think she's brilliant. I think she's also the best at using social media. I mean, you talk about tippy-top suit For all the things we talk about Brock and and Roman, Becky Lynch is right up there with everybody in that company right now.
2: Yeah, she's She's operating in her operatic high note, yeah. and she is just she's just magnetic. Everything about her is magnetic. When she entered yesterday, you know, I said she's a jawbreaker, she's a headline maker, and now she's a war games winner. And it's great to have her back on Raw. And and, and the way she went up into the crowd, the man of the people. Uh, um, she's she's absolutely wonderful. And and you know, away from it all, she's a top class human being as well. So uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 someone. I, you know, she's just. She's just a wonderful human who's incredibly passionate about the role that she's in, the company she's with, and she always wants to push the envelope. So, huge respect for Becky Lynch. Who's got the you know, better... we, grew up, we, grew up about, we grew up about two miles from each other. Well, that's what I Bedlam. was
1: going to add. Who's got the better accent, you or her?
2: I mean, that's up to you to decide, right? <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Follow him on Twitter, at Kev underscore Egan. You can watch him every Monday night on the USA Network, WWE Raw. He is the play-by-play voice. Formerly, of course, Atlanta United on Bally Sports. And join us on the waitfor.com hotline. Kevin, as always, buddy, you know I love talking to you. Appreciate it so much. I love bouncing around to different things with you. So thank you so much. Continued success, and we'll talk again soon.
2: Loads of fun, bud. Take care and love to all the listeners tonight. Have a great one.